Hello and welcome to the May 18th, 2022 edition of Mayor's Minutes. And on behalf of Neil Perry, the mayor of the city of Methuen, uh, my name is Jack Wilson here um, on his behalf. Uh, the mayor is unable to be with us today. He's continuing on his, his full recovery, uh, um, as many of you know. So I am uh, honored and pleased to be here um, with you today to, um, to present this, this segments that we have today. And we have several, uh, all of which we think are exciting and um, we're anxious to talk about. We're going to be going over, as the mayor typically does, uh, the latest with respect to the pandemic numbers and, and, and what, they, what they are here in Methuen. Uh, we're going to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the annual flag replacement project that goes on every year under the direction of the Veterans Services Office here in the city. Um, related to that, we're going to be talking about Memorial Day activities, the parade coming up, and we'll be talking about that, and I'll show you some slides regarding those two uh, momentarily. On the business side of things, and part of the reason why I'm here today is we're going to talk about a, a new business that's coming into Methuen that we're this, very excited about. City Council, um, in working with the mayor, um, took one big step forward to encouraging a company to come to Methuen and bring with it 166 new jobs. So we'll be talking a little bit about that before the show ends today. Um, also, what I think will be probably the tastiest part of the, the show today is we're going to have a visit from Jerry Schiavone, um, co-founder of Merrimack Valley Eats. Uh, a face group, group of over 50,000 locals that talk about restaurants in the Merrimack Valley. We're going to do that uh, in um, the context of the upcoming uh, restaurant week, Methuen Restaurant Week, which is being called Savor Methuen. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. So that's what we plan to get all, uh, discuss with you today. I look forward. I do have um, the folks here who are able to connect me to the Facebook feed, so I think I can see questions that come up. I've in the past ha- not had... Uh, much luck with that, but hopefully today that'll, be cha- that'll change. So with that, I, want, I may want to suggest we queue up the uh, first of the COVID-related slides and, and, and talk about some of the numbers. Um, this is in the most recent report, most recent reporting period. Um, <clears throat> the uh, number of confirmed residents uh, who have had COVID is 18,176. It's a pretty staggering num- number when you think about it um, in a city that is a residence uh, uh, total, 55,000. Um, with 17,987 of those residents have recovered, um, which is great news, but it also speaks to the sad story of those who did not. And I know our hearts and thoughts are with many of those families who still struggle with that. Um, new cases, that, that we've had spikes uh, that are appearing uh, nationally, certainly. Um, the one thing that I think that is happening is that the cases are less severe in terms of the impact on the individuals who, who uh, contract it. It's also some repetitive cases, people who had it before, some not vaccinated, some vaccinated have had, had it again. Um, and statistically, they're showing that, the, that they, the impact on those individuals is far less severe than, it, than would otherwise be the case if the vaccines weren't in place and what we've done and all the progress we've made thus far. Uh, we go to the next slide, if you would. <clears throat> okay, the good, the good news most vaccinated individuals who get COVID symptoms, I just said this, experience mild, mild symptoms. Second boosters are now available for people over 50 or those of any age who are immunocompromised. So I know the mayor wants me to convey to everyone who is in a position to, um, to be um, further protected against this virus through the second booster to please take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, and, and again, if you're over 50, you qualify, or if you, uh, because of your own personal health situation, are immunocompromised, you also are eligible. So the mayor encourages everyone to, to, to stay as, as current and up-to-date with vaccines and boosters as you can be. 
The not-so-good news is that Methuen's vaccination rate does remain below the state level at all stages, including initial vaccines and subsequent boosters. And 82 more new cases reported this week than last week. Um, and as I noted a moment ago, the, the trend is going upward, and uh, everything is, uh, again, pointing in the, in, the, in the right direction in terms of the severity of those being affected, but um, it, is, it, is, it is still with us, unfortunately. So with that, I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the events and the activities that are taking place in the coming weeks here in the city and one of those being the uh, City of Methuen annual flag replacement, which we do have a slide for that, and maybe perhaps while I'm talking about it, we can, we can have it up on the screen. Thank you. Um, and we're looking for volunteers on Saturday, May 21st. Um, and uh, as you know, every year on Memorial Day, we, or near Memorial Day, if not on Memorial Day, we, rep- the, we replace flags on graves of all those veterans who are interred in the City of Methuen. Um, I've participated in that myself. I've had my kids do it, and it's been a fun Day. It's a great way, learning experience for um, families to just understand a little bit about our history and how it is that we came to be what we are in terms of this great nation because of the sacrifices made by all of our veterans. So this is a great tribute, and those that, particularly those that we lost. And so we encourage you to do that. The time for the um, getting together is at 8.30. It goes from 8.30 to, to noon, meeting at the Elmwood Cemetery, uh, they're looking for student leaders, adult mentors, and youth groups. Typically, the scouts get involved with things like this. Um, civic leaders, church groups, individuals, families, and anyone who might have skills that can help make this event a success and something we can all be proud of. Um, as someone who's done it before, I know the skill level is not that high. You can, uh, if, you, if you're at all um, interested in participating for as much or as little of that time uh, as you can make available, we encourage you to do so. Um, red wagons are needed. Uh, donating red wagons is something that will help move the event along um, for light use during that morning, and obviously conveying the flags that are replaced uh, on the um, on the graves of the of the of the veterans who are, who are interred. Um, oh, I am told that we have a special guest on the phone. I'm going to see if I can act like I've done this before. And if we I'm can, here, ah, there he is. You. Is this who I, I think? It, I think we have Mayor Neil Perry on the line. This is Mayor Neil Perry on the line. <laughs> Welcome. Wilson, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you, Mayor. It's nice to hear your voice. I'm glad you're able to check in. Um, thank and you. I just, I just actually, to give you a, a, a where we are in the, in the program, I just did the report regarding the COVID numbers and was just yeah. walking through the, um, the uh, flag day replacement, um, uh, annual flag replacement uh, uh, events that's, going so on on May 21st. Saturday, right? Yeah, that's this Saturday. That's a great event, Jack. And we had a ton of people show up last year. Many hands make light work, as my grandmother used to say. So um, we would appreciate all the volunteers we can get. I know Paul Jensen, I heard you say he's looking for red wagons in addition to hands. So uh, whatever people can do, even if it's just a little little bit of time, a um, couple graves, every, everybody doing a couple helps out because we want to show our veterans the respect they so richly deserve, right? So uh, one of my favorite events of the year, and unfortunately, I'm going to miss it. I, I, I'm just coming out, just so you know, of uh, my second-to-last procedure on my hand. This was an outpatient thing. Um, and then a week from Friday. So I will be in the Memorial Day Parade, and I haven't talked about that yet. So I'm planning on being in the Memorial Day Parade back in office at City Hall the week of Memorial Day. So um, 
good news on the horizon. Well, that's so. great. That's great news, Mayor, and continued success in your road back to recovery. We miss you in the building, and we're looking forward to – I'd say we miss you generally, but I know that that's not the case because I know that I, um, I've had more <laughs> Zoom calls than we can talk about in the last uh, several weeks. So, yeah. um, but, but, again, to just be, uh, have you back in the building will, will be a good thing. So, yeah, with yeah. that, I know, Mayor, just, it, just wanted to alert the viewers here that, the, that to sign up or, or to volunteer to help and participate on Saturday's event, um, the Veterans Office is who you want to contact, and the number is 978-983-8585. So um, that's, that's, as the Mayor said, that's a great event. Mayor, I, you know, I was going to talk a little about the Memorial Day. I don't know if you want to share some of, of what um, – what we're going to be doing on Memorial Day with the Memorial Day parade yeah. scheduled for the 30th. So it's, it's, it's exciting to me that um, uh, even though the COVID numbers are back on the rise, and I was talking about that with my doctor, you know, they're concerned too. Um, you know, it's every community, the COVID numbers are on the rise, but um, let's ho- hopefully, you know, this COVID thing, the symptoms seem, seem to be far less severe this time around, less hospitalizations and less deaths, thank God. Um, but, you know, we haven't been able to do the Memorial Day parade for a little while. And so this is yet another event that the city really looks forward to, and I look forward to, and I know you look forward to, Jack, um, to get out and to, um, you know, uh, to show respect to those that paid the ultimate sacrifice for our way of life. And, you know, it's going to sound a little corny coming in on the phone, but I want to remind the people who live in our city, we, we still live in the greatest country on the face of the earth, right? And these people fought for the very freedoms that we have. Um, and so... Um, you know, it's great to get out, um, you know, the VFW and the American Legion um, kind of uh, do their events, and then we do the Memorial Day Parade, and the parade is is a spectacular event, right? And I remember it, you know, I've been in Methuen all my life, Jack. I remember it since I was a little kid, and we used to have a little restaurant in the square uh, that we used to go to after the parade, but, um, um, you know, it's a chance to, to get out there to see, you know, um, to pay respect, like I said, to the people who, who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our way of life, uh, but also to, um, you know, get the kids out there to see the band. Uh, hopefully the weather's – I haven't seen the weather forecast. Did you know? Have you, have you checked the weather forecast, Jack? I have not, and I'm, I'm reluctant to on my phone because I've succeeded in getting the Facebook yeah. feed here. I'm not going to mess that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the hard part of doing the show, and I appreciate you stepping in. So um, – you know, the, the good part, but the hard part of the show is that the, the viewers, you know, ask questions on Facebook. Um, and so I really love that part of the show, and I can't wait to get back to it. Um, and the Wednesday after Memorial Day, I'll be there. But, the, you know, we look forward to having as many people out for the Memorial Day parade as possible. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. Um, you know, uh, uh, there was a thing on the city council agenda where the uh, Edward Castle Fund uh, and they unanimously approved, provided money for bands to play in the parade. So we're looking forward to uh, uh, an event. And like I said, I will be participating in the parade. I won't be able to walk the whole distance because I will have just finished my my uh, hand surgery on the 25th. But I will be riding in the parade. And like I said, back to City Hall uh, that week. But we want, um, weather permitting, everybody to come out and, and enjoy and pay respect uh, to those that paid the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, it's the thing that makes this country the greatest on the face of the earth. And um, you know, uh, I'm thrilled to be uh, both a citizen of this country and a citizen of the uh, community of Methuen, Mass. And um, lots, to, lot, lots of good things to, to talk about and uh, uh, 
you know, lots of good things to remember. So come out, enjoy. The, uh, the parade route has been published. If you haven't seen that, you can go to uh, the City of Methuen website. Um, it's a fairly long parade, so there's a lot of places for you to sit there and, you know, get a good view of, of those participating in it, and uh, we look forward to it. So um, exciting, because we haven't been able to do it for a little while. Uh, you know, it's like we're feeling back to all the pandemic things, and I know we're going to talk restaurant week later in the show, Jack. Um, yet another thing that we're we're doing that we haven't done, been able to do since the pandemic hit us. So trying to return to some uh, normality, if I could say that. I know it's hard to use the word normal, but um, uh, come on out and uh, check out the, you know, the, the parade route and come and see us uh, for more of the day. And there's still time, I think, I don't know if the information was given to you. If there are those who have groups who are still interested in participating, I think you can still uh, call the American Legion uh, to participate. So um, um, come on and do so and participate. Let's all get out. And hopefully, like I said, beautiful weather day. Um, watch the parade and uh, pay respect to those people. Well, well said, Mayor. And, and we certainly look forward to having you back at it. Um, I actually have the, the screen that was up um, just prior to arrival. We had the um, Memorial Day Parade uh, screen up. And I'll, and, but I'll, 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 I'll be sure that I let the viewers know here what the, um, what the contact information is for those who want to participate and help and otherwise serve. Uh, just be present yeah. um, to learn more about it. Are you going to stick with us for a little while, Mayor, on the phone? And yeah, you gotta... I'm going to stick with you. Is that okay? That's fine. You More than hear, fine. No, I, 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 I'm in the car. You may hear uh, my daughter's uh, direction finder occasionally say, turn right or turn left, right? We're coming home So, um, from uh, Peabody. But, um, yeah, I'll stick with you because uh, I'd love to talk to you a little bit. I, I know you're going to talk about um, next, I think, about factorial, yes? Yeah, I just we'll, we'll do it exactly. I do want to talk about that, and I want to, of course, the – the, 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 as I said, the tastiest part of the, the whole show today is going to be about <laughs> Restaurant Week, Save and Methuen. So yeah. just, no just pun to, intended. No yeah. pun intended. No, pun intended. So with that, um, with the mayor's remarks regarding the, the, the Memorial Day Parade being back and back and better than ever, I just want to give you some details. Um, so the parade route will be as follows. It's starting at the uh, American Post 122 at 200 Broadway and going to be proceeding north on Broadway, right on Pleasant Street, then right on Charles Street, the shop right to the World War II Monument, for a brief, where there'll be a brief ceremony, and then the parade will reform on Charles Street and proceed down Charles, crossing Broadway onto Hampshire Street, left on Lowell Street past the Central Fire Station, and continuing on Lowell Street, and left on Grove to the American Legion Monument in Walnut Grove Cemetery for another brief ceremony. The parade will then proceed from Grove Street and return to the American Legion, which is right on Lowell Street, past Central Fire Station. In the event of the inclement weather, which the mayor is guaranteeing isn't going to be around, we're going to have nice weather, um, the ceremony will be held at the Methuen American Legion Post 122 at 200 Broadway. Uh, the, the deadline to register to participate is actually Friday the 20th. So for those who are viewing that may want to participate, um, you, want to, you want to make sure you do that by Friday the 20th. Um, to register, uh, contact John Dowd um, at the, uh, the commander at Post 122. And he can be reached by email at dowdj1951 at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to Tom Hargraves, the city's retired veteran services officer, at uh, Hargraves, T-H-H-A-R-G-R-E-A-V-E-S, at hotmail.com. Um, these slides, are, I hopefully, I think, are appearing on the, on the, um, on the, on the TV website, so you, uh, the TV screen, so you should 
at some point be able to jot that down as well. In all cases, you can visit the City of Methuen website at cityofmethuen.net to find out more. Um, so with that, yes, Mayor, I'm really glad you're able to be on the phone with this because I feel like in some ways when we talk about this latest, um, this latest collaboration to encourage businesses to come into the city, um, that this is something you and I work directly on with the company um, for the last six months. And um, it took a major step forward on Monday with the council's overwhelming support. And, Mayor, what, what I would, would maybe suggest we do in our exchange here this morning is I'll talk a little bit about the project, and you can talk about how, what you think is why it's important, and I, we can maybe go from there. Yeah. But this is a company yep. called Factorial Incorporated. They are presently a research and development facility in, based in Woolburn, and they have 75 employees there. And what they're planning to do is they're planning to move from research and development into manufacturing of very highly technical. I joke that science and math are the reason <laughs> I went to law school, but these solid-state cell batteries for the electric vehicle industry, and they have some other applications. So it's a very leading-edge technology. It's a very leading-edge um, company. And we're thrilled that we competed in this, Mayor, where, where, where you play such a pivotal role. We were able to outcompete four other Massachusetts communities and one in New Hampshire to get to where we, where we were able to get a deal uh, uh, before the council on Monday night, which, as you know, was overwhelmingly supported um, in, a first, in a first of two votes that will take place. Um, and it really represents the kind of partnership that should exist between private and public sector um, when it comes to not only the city of Methuen but also the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. So the company is going to be bringing... 166 jobs to the city of Methuen. 30 of them will be relocated from Woburn, but there'll be 136 net new jobs created, and they're going to occupy space at the former 3M building uh, on, the west, uh, on the west end um, on, um, at Griffinbrook Park Drive. So very excited about it. Um, the company is uh, very, I think, excited about uh, coming to Methuen. They're as excited as we are. So, Mayor, I don't know if you want to maybe share a little bit about how we got to here. Yeah, and- yeah so, so uh, you know, and, and I, I want to say uh, kudos to you, Jack, right, for all your hard work with the uh, – so this is something that, um, you know, um, was one of the tenets that I looked at when I first came to office, and then, you know, the pandemic hit uh, because Methuen is highly residential and from a tax perspective and fairly low on the commercial side. So we have worked hard. Uh, we started with Bill Buckley, but, you know, especially since you've taken over the job, Jack, um, you know, we've been out there and we've been talking to uh, businesses about coming to the uh, city of Methuen. And I make no bones about it. You know, this is the importance of, um, you know, announcements like our financial, our bond rating improving, you know, repeatedly. Uh, hang on one second. Press that, honey. Yeah. Um, so um, we, you know, uh, we were in talks. As Jack said, and I, I don't think there's a way for me to flavor it enough, Jack, to talk about how competitive the, the discussions were and how much I appreciate you and your team and all the hard work you did with the state and how much I appreciate the state working with us. Right? There's a lot, you know, and, and I say this to the people of the city, uh, when the state doesn't do something right, when they didn't give the vaccines originally to the city, uh, I hope the citizens remember I was out there fighting for the citizens to get the vaccine. But in this case, you know, we, we saw the best of local state partnership working to um, attract, um, you know, a business 
that's a multi-million dollar, and they're going to make a significant investment in 3M property, right? And I forget what the number is, Jack. I think it's about $54 million. It's $45 um, million dollars is what they plan million. to invest, right. yeah. So, yep. So that, that shows the, the, um, the desire of the company to be a part of the Methuen community. Now, are, are there things that we still have to work out? Absolutely. But um, I, I would tell you that this is, you know, we've got things that are happening that you and, you and I, Jack, are talking about regularly um, that are, are going to benefit the community at large. And this is exactly the type of thing uh, that we needed. And, and I want to be quite honest. More kudos go to you than me. Uh, I met with the company several times at, at, you know, when you set it up and, and told them point blank, we, we want you, Methuen. You know, let's discuss how we can do this so that it works for the community and works for you. And I'm excited about the 136 jobs because um, this is kind of a high-tech, you know, one of the things is this is not a, um, I hate to use it, it's not a flash-in-the-pan industry, right? So this is a company that's linked to uh, automakers, uh, for batteries and other things like that that are going to continue to grow. And they've, they've got a, a patent on a, a longer-life battery. So they're attracting a lot of attention. And, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be viable long-term partners for the city of Methuen. And we want the city of Methuen to be viable long-term partners for Factorial as well. So I, I think, you know, when you look at the, the net to the city, um, you mentioned 136 jobs, right? Um, There'll be good-paying jobs. There'll be technical jobs, uh, and in the beginning, you know, more lab-related. Um, but you know, we've got UMass Lowell with a great engineering department right up right up the street from us. We've got a lot of residents in the city of Methuen who have who are either graduates from that or graduates from other you know highly technical institutes. So it's an opportunity, um, you know, to eat into that. You know, we're still hovering at 5.4% unemployment in Methuen, which is Still two percentage points above our normal. We typically run around 3.3. Um, so, to me, um, long-term investment in the community, um, um, long-term investment in, in jobs and in increasing jobs, and this is a business that could grow. That's the other part of it. Well, and so, to your point, Mayor, about that, you know, we also ensured that the that the agreement that was struck with the with the company included language that the company would use best efforts to hire residents from from residents from from, right. from Methuen. and and that's right. that's not to be that's not to be um, dismissed because it's very important. It's a little it, it, the nuances that are a little bit challenging given the whole labor market right now, but that's something that's global, not just not just here in yeah. Methuen. It's also important yeah. to note for purposes of the folks who you know pay attention to the purse strings here in the city and make sure that the decisions, financial decisions, are made prudently and in the best interest of the taxpayers. This is these this tax increment financing deal is a way by which the city um, will encourage the company to come into the city because the city will agree to forego full taxation on the value that they add with their investment. So what that means is right, right. now the building, the property generates about one hundred and forty thousand dollars annually in property taxes. That does not get cut. That figure stays the same. What happens is the city makes a commitment that any value added to the, to the property because of their investment, which is, again, $45 million in total, but $25 million to go into the land and building improvements, will eventually translate into some assessed value increase because of those investments. That's what's deferred. So all we're doing is we're basically we're partnering with the company as it grows into this manufacturing facility. So this, and, and, and as well with the, with the um, 
with the jobs as well. That this is and and the criteria is that but for Methuen offering this incentive to the company, they wouldn't be coming to Methuen. So yep. and it's and it's this is a program that goes back almost uh, close to thirty years now. This economic development incentive program at the state, and we look at it from the local benefit. The company benefits not only from the local tax breaks or, 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 or increment financing in this case that we provide. But they also benefit from state tax breaks. There are incentives, and then there are state resources that are made available for them to hire, to do the hiring things that we want to have done from within Methuen, partnering with the institutions of higher ed like Lowell, uh, UMass Lowell, like Northern Essex Community College for, for certificate programs, and even, as it was suggested at the council meeting the other night, working with the regional vocational school to figure out ways we can help nurture students coming up through those ranks as well to, to take advantage of the opportunities that this that this company is going to bring to the city. You know, I, I just have to point out, this is actually the second of two uh, tax increment financing deals that have occurred during your administration, Mayor, and under your leadership. The other one, which we talked about before, was the Pleasant Street Designs, which just happened in November. Yep. And that's a company yep. that's going to be bringing 90 new jobs. And they were, on the, they were on the cusp of moving to New Hampshire. They weren't even Correct. looking at New Methuen or even Massachusetts anymore. And we, 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 we snapped victory from the jaws of defeat on that one. So, but I think to your point, Mayor, about the team effort, um, it does take the entire chain of command from at the low level of, of the staff level, the work that we do all the way up to you and the city council and making the decisions that you make. Um, so we don't, we, none of us get there on our own. So it really is a joint effort. And Methuen yeah. is now can boast with the approval of this factorial. Um, it'll, it'll be on its, uh, on its ninth project. Sorry, its eighth project. Yeah. And in, uh, in, yep. in, in, in that uh, they've all been good projects, and one of them includes the new Balance Factory, which was approved pri- prior to this administration, but certainly uh, yep. uh, seeing the benefits of it, and this is the whole idea, um, yep. that with the new Balance Factory that opened up on, on the boulevard as well. So uh, all yep. good stuff uh, that's happening. Yeah, and, and I want to echo, Jack, kudos again to you and your team because you guys did all the, the hard work with Factorial. Uh, but uh, I also want to say, you know, we, we don't do uh, – too often there's – you know, perceived conflict between the administration and city council. This is something that, to your point, I, I think city council completely, uh, and kudos to them, they, they understood it exactly for what it's worth, right? And, and um, quite frankly, we need to do a little bit more of this. So I know, you know, um, you're in your short tenure as the economic and community development leader, you know, you've got a lot of irons in the fire, and I really appreciate that. And for any business that's listening, um, or, or watches this on tape later on, I would say to you, you know, come talk to us in the city of Methuen. We're ideally situated when you think about our location between, you know, 495, 93, and 213, right? And how you can get uh, product or anything in and out of the, the city, right? And we're willing to talk to businesses about, um, you know, exactly what you described, Jack, a deal that makes sense for both the community and for the business, because uh, we want to foster that partnership over the life of, of the business and the community. Well, so, and it's appreciate ex- all your hard work. Well, and, and, and vice versa, Mayor, because we don't get there without your leadership. But, but I w- will say that in looking at these two projects, the Pleasant Street Designs and, and the Factorial, they really represent the best of what, what we can offer, not only companies who are not located in the city that we are trying to lure, her, lure here, but those that are presently in the city. Uh, you know, sometimes programs can be looked at as, oh, you're, you're doing more incentives for people who aren't here yet, and, you know, what's going on with the existing businesses. Pleasant Street Designs is an example of where we, we recognized we needed to be supportive of 
their planned growth and how could we do it in a tangible way. And the Pleasant Street Designs did the additional benefit of bringing a property that has been vacant for the better part of a decade up on right. 28 uh, back into productive use. So it's back on the tax right. rolls and, and looking to provide a benefit financially to the city in the long run. So thank you for that, uh, Mayor. I, did, I don't know whether you can see us on television, but um, I can't, uh, we, no. we have, we have a, a guest with us today. And it's a, his arrival might segue nice into the, into the, to the, to the last segment of the show today, and that is about Save a Methuen, Methuen Restaurant Week. I'm pleased to have with us yeah. today uh, Gerald Schiavone, Hello. Uh, the co-founder of Merrimack Valley Eats, a Facebook group of over 50,000 locals that talk about restaurants in the Merrimack Valley. It's a public group, so no membership is involved, is, is necessary. Anyone from patrons to owners are able to post. Whether they are looking for something specific, sharing spe- favorite recipes, excuse me, sharing their favorite spots, trying something new, or inviting people into the restaurants, the, the Merrimack Valley Eats goal is to support local. And I can tell you firsthand that I know of Jerry's involvement because I've been to, in my, as, in my tenure here as Director of Economic Development, to um, more than one Chamber of Commerce event, and I've seen Jerry at almost every one of them. A so, lot, yeah, I'm at um, a lot of them. And, and, and so I'm gonna, we're going to take a few minutes. I do know that people are making inquiries by way of the Facebook, and hopefully when we conclude at the end of the segment, we can, we can deal with some of those um, uh, uh, that, have, that have asked questions and, and have other things they want us to share. So, Jerry, we have coming up, uh, Mayor, you know, and you've been working, uh, with the administra- working as far as the administration support for this, on Methuen Restaurant Week, which is scheduled for May 23rd, to May 27th of this year, and we're calling it Savor Methuen, which is a great, a great uh, name. Um, and I guess what I'd, what I'd maybe suggest we do is we can put up, I don't know, Jerry, whether you want to talk a little bit about your involvement with Save Methuen, yeah. and then we can, uh, uh, when you're finished, we can go through some of, we have some slides of some of the restaurants that are participating, and we can show the, the viewers. Sure. We'll hold it to the end, because they'll find out where the special deals yeah, are. Yeah, of course. At the end of the show. So uh, Savor Methuen was sort of a reinvention of Restaurant Week. We wanted to create a brand surrounding it. Everybody, every surrounding town has a Restaurant Week. We wanted to name it something different and brand it so that it could stand out, while at the same time hopefully inviting other communities surrounding to maybe brand it in a similar way. That way people have this expectation that, hey, you know, Savor Methuen or Savor whatever it is, is coming, and they want to come to, you know, that particular region to get something. Um, This year, it was a little more difficult getting specials. Um, Food costs are up, and, you know, labor, there's a significant labor shortage, but we tried to implore restaurants to do what they could. Uh, Some of them are like a soup special, a free soup with a meal, or there's um, like a prefix, a dinner for two at some of them. But we wanted to invite people either to try something new uh, either in the city or outside of the city, or even go somewhere um, that maybe they are already familiar with and just get something for a little bit of a discount for those couple of days. And the interesting thing about it is it doesn't just involve the chains. It, it's, it's, it's a healthy mix of, uh, of the chains and those with national name recognition and those that are real local-owned, right? right. And, and I know we really want to promote here the local-owned side of, of it because it's 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 our neighbors it's our friends right but even with the national recognized we have local franchisees right, right who own and so it is their small business as well um so i think the the uh the approach to it that you've taken with the group is to, is to to be inclusive and and to take in as much as we can by way of participation and i think this is uh, i think calling it kind of branding it for methuen saver methuen is, is a yeah. real is a real i think 
a, a catch to this. Yeah. Right? It's, it does put it in a category sort of outside of restaurant week. Right. Even though it might effectively be the same thing, it just it feels unique. It right. It feels very specific to Methuen. The, um, I don't Maybe at this point we could, we could put up some slides, and uh, we have some of the restaurants. Yeah, just, if I could, Jack, just sure. before you do. So I want to say, so um, I, I'm a member of Merrimack Valley Eats. I'm proud to say it, um, and I follow um, religiously because, you know, at my stage of life, uh, food is one of the big things. <laughs> I won't lie. Um, you know, I'm always looking for a treat. And I think one of the things that I would, would want to add is that, you know, coming out of the pandemic, and I hate to keep referring it, Hopefully we are. Um, you know, these restaurants, um, especially ones in border communities like City of Bethune on, on the border of New Hampshire, they've, they've had some trials and tribulations. And so I love that you said the local piece because, um, you know, being shut down for a period of time was a, a an, you know, an issue for all these restaurants. So we've got some marvelous, in my view, uh, restaurants, you know, from the Fireside Restaurant on Pelham Street the Irish Cottage, the Mans. I, I don't want to leave it to Borelli's Italian Deli. We've got the Mans. We've got some fantastic places in the city that, um, despite Jerry's point, to the, you know, they're they're wrestling with the same labor shortage we're dealing with, um, and they're dealing with the inflationary prices that the consumer is is dealing with too. Prices are higher, but we've got restaurants that are willing to make some deals. You know, Pika's Pub has got a deal. A, 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 bar, a, bar, a burger deal uh, for Wednesday and Thursday next week that Jerry's going to talk about. So I'm asking the residents of Methuen and people outside Methuen, come in and try something like Jerry said new because um, we've got some really, really terrific places and terrific parts of our community. And so that's the importance to me. These people aren't just businesses, nameless, faceless businesses. They are members of our community. And you look at a place like uh, Bada Bing, who's participating, um, all these places, they contribute significantly to our community. And so whenever possible, we want to give back, right? So, um, you know, I think it's great that you go through some of the places that are um, participating, but make sure you wrap up and tell them, you know, that uh, both on the City Methuen website and Facebook, uh, we're going to be listing all of them and what the deals are so that you can go in and, um, you know, uh, participate uh, either one day next week or, you know, some of them are all week. So it allows you to spread out. If you're somebody who eats out more than once a week, God bless you, uh, there's a couple of different places you could go. So with that, I'll, I'll turn it back to you. Uh, this, is, this is why the show is yours, May. You, you know, there's no one better promotes this than you do. So, But, you know, to the, to the mayor's point, it's interesting because it is – we're coming out of the pandemic and this, this sort of is the new ev- how it's evolved the the the, the, the restaurant week right um, did you find I, it seems to me reflected and, and again we'll go over some of the specials that, that even though there might be a change because of the tightening of the budgets and things like that that there was still a level of enthusiasm quite a bit of enthusiasm on the part of the participating restaurants right there was yeah we when we started promoting it um, we started like building ads for them uh, a few restaurants reached out to me and said, like, how do we get involved? Like, maybe they missed a message or, or whatever. Things happen. But we started putting together ads for different um, restaurant spaces, and then other restaurants, like, jumped in, like, hey, how do we become a part of this? Um, so even ones like um, Jersey Mike specifically, I reached out to them, say, hey, um, what, what do you guys want to do? Or, like, are you able to do something? So we're still drumming that up. But a lot, there was a lot well, of involvement. That's an example of a national, or at least a, more than just a local, right? right, Jersey Mike's, but it's a local 
it's a it's a local guy that owns it. Yeah, somebody from the area that owns it. So um, yeah, it's just as important. So we we look at those versus you know when we talk about Bada Bing is local owned as well, right? Um, it's it, you know and the one thing that I, I I think about in terms of the evolution is as people are, are starting to back to, to dining in. Um, you wonder how many of these businesses have built up some of their their takeout and delivery business that hopefully has kept them afloat during the times that they were shut down, and that hopefully that that that, that continues to be a big chunk of their business. Right. right? Do you find many businesses that either didn't do takeout that 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 adapted and have have really fundamentally changed their business model now that we're coming out of the pandemic? I think so. I think it was such a mixed bag when it first happened. You know, there was everything was shut down. And then reopening, there was so many, like, contingencies, I guess. Sort of you had to, you know, there were limitations on how, how many people you could have, how spaced out they could be. And then you saw an influx of them trying to get, you know, stuff for takeout. So it was another right. hurdle. Like, nobody could get paper products and nobody could get personal protective equipment. So that was another hurdle. And then it was, you know, how do we adjust either our food? You know, you had some restaurants that just didn't do takeout before. Like, right. it would be difficult to get a steak or something to go. So they had to really change their business and how to do it. I, I think in general, the Merrimack Valley did well because we're a sort of a tight knit community. You know, we didn't have to have people coming into the community to support them. They were already here. Um, if you, a very good point. If you look at, I think, how many places like shut down, shut down, like went out completely. It was very low compared to places like Boston got hit really hard. Um, and had a tons of stuff to shut down because there were just people not coming in for business reasons, right? The, the whole world changed. Um, I think we got lucky in ways because a lot of our places were able to stay afloat just from the surrounding community support. And uh, something like this is great to sort of reintroduce that again back to the surrounding communities. Well, it reintroduced not only to the residents in Bethune but outside, right? right? So yeah. this is, you know, the um, the number of people who frequent the, the you know, whether it's Ellie's Farmhouse, uh, a more recent addition, or the Irish Cottage, or, or, the, or, the, or, the, or the Fireside, or right? right. They're all, they're, they're all, um, they all have appeal beyond just the city of Methuen, and that, that ultimately leads to, to the economic vitality of the city as well, right? Getting people to come here uh, as well. As we know we have one, maybe you might be familiar with this, there's a, there's a, 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 a franchise that I think is on the, that competes with Chick-fil-A called Raising Canes. Yep. That is actually yep. in the process of being permitted to come into the city on, on the loop property. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, so we're very excited incredible. about that. So, they, again, we want to we be mindful of the mom and pops that, that, that are local grown, and then also we got to serve the taste of the people that are out there driving through the city, coming to the city, and living in the city. Right. right? And Alley's is a good example, actually, of a place that opened during the pandemic. I'm very familiar with and, that. Uh, we helped them when I was in the clerk's office get their licensing and everything squared away and it was not easy for them but they stuck to it right and uh and we're in the city the community is, is reaping the benefits of that so it's really good i want to um if i can mayor i know you won't be able to see it but we're going to tick off some of the uh some of the uh the specials that are going on with some some of the businesses that, that are out there sure so i don't know if we can flip sure. the slides on there but we've got a few that we've done we don't have everybody on a slide yet and i know that the, the your office mayor is working on on getting that uh Getting that done, but we can share some good news about what's what's going to be uh, up and coming during Restaurant Week, which again May 23rd through May 27th uh, of this year. So the first slide is we've got is uh, uh, the Irish Cottage, which is offering ten dollars off, fifty dollars or more, alcohol excluded, dine in only. That's a very nice deal. 
uh, and and those yeah. of you, and it's convenient. That's an that's an example where of a, of a, of a business because of its location right off ninety three, that draws from, you know, not not just the region people in Albany, but people just coming off the highway because they're hungry. So it's 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 a good opportunity for them. So that's, and they're offering it all week, Jack. All week. All week from right. the twenty third through the twenty seventh. Ten dollars off, fifty dollars yeah. or more. Um, that's the Irish Cottage. My favorite item there is the egg, the corned beef egg rolls. Uh, oh, so, uh, among other things. So. Uh, the next one we have is Pika's is uh, offering buy one, get one burger and fries. Again, um, this is going to be running on May 25th and May 26th um, of, uh, for, the, for Restaurant Week this year, Save Methuen. So uh, kudos to Pika's. I know Pika's is in the process of opening up a new, a new uh, establishment next door. I uh, offer a variety, a, a different uh, set of, of, of treats and eats for the folks that, are up, uh, that go up to, to visit Pika's. So, we're looking forward to yeah, that in, as well. In addition to the existing restaurant, right? Yes, it's going to be next door where the Lashies, the Lashies yeah. Farm Stand used to be. Yeah. So they, they're, they're, yeah. um, they're in the process of getting permitted for that. Um, so if I just could for a second, great burgers. Uh, but, you know, you, you now you got me hungry, Jack. And now I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, Pika's has a grilled cheese and brisket, I think it is, yep. uh, that I've had several times. Oh, man, out of this world. So, um, yeah, May 25th and 26th, buy a burger with fries and get a burger with fries. So take a friend and split the cost. There it right? is. There it is. Perfect. Perfect. All right, we'll take the next slide. Yella. Yella is, is uh, offering a $40 dinner for two, um, which includes an app, a choice of any single appetizer up to $10, a choice of any two regular menu entrees, and a choice of ashta or two baklava for dessert. So this is for those of folks who like Mediterranean, Middle Eastern food, which put me in that category. I'm married to an Armenian. Um, yeah. So uh, this is, a, this is a, great, a great deal as well. They're offering this um, from the 23rd through the 27th of May. So yet, again, another, another, these aren't all the opportunities. These are just some of the ones we have, we have been able to highlight here today. And then have we got another slide? Is there one? Wait a minute, before you go to the other slide, sure. I want to say Ana Behebel Yala, right? So uh, I hope I did that right. Ana Behebel Yala. So uh, another place that I frequent, um, I love the tahini. I love the, um, you know, the dinners with the rice, with the pilaf. Fantastic, right? So um, I've done several business meetings there for the city of Methuen, and I do uh, takeout with my kids from Yala, and we love it. I love the mixed grill. So... Um, Make sure that you get out there and, and take advantage of the deal. This is a great deal. And it is a great deal. It's second to none. So. Well, you haven't had my wife, so we'll let you say that for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next slide. So now we're at the Sand Trap. <clears throat> Again, May 23rd through 26th, they're offering, offering free appetizer and dessert with the purchase of two entrees. So it's, if folks are watching and noticing – the, the, to Jerry's point, people have been creative about what the business have been creative about what they're offering, but there's certainly an incentive to take advantage of any one of these offerings. And in this case, the uh, Sand Trap is offering the free appetizer dessert when you purchase your two entrees, right? Um, yeah. So again, that's running from the 23rd to the 26th. Did we have one of Delicious other... steak tips. Delicious steak tips. Oh, my God. So uh, that's right down the street from my house. So if, if they go there, <laughs> wave to me when you go by. But uh, I... One of the dishes I get frequently from there, besides their breakfast, which people, a lot of people don't know they do a breakfast, uh, Sand Trap does a fabulous uh, steak tip Caesar salad. Delightful. Delightful. 
Sorry, Jack, you can't shut me up when you. No, this is good. This is you know, this is you're like I feel like I'm not going to watch the Andelman Boys anymore on uh, Phantom Gourmet. I'm just gonna we'll just (laughs) we'll we'll do it. We'll we'll do that. We'll do. We'll do a Neil Perry Phantom Gourmet. I can do this as a show. Yeah. (laughs) All right. One next slide. Have we got another one? All right. We have these. This is a list of the businesses um, that thus far, in addition to the ones we've talked about, have uh, participated, have agreed to participate. And we're hoping to get more slides up and available and more widely distributed in, in the coming days. So that as we get closer to the 23rd, will people have a full sense of what's out there and the options that they can t- take advantage of. And hopefully su- such that you'll look at something every day to find something different you can do that week. So going down the list, as you can see, we've got Ellie's Farmhouse, which we talked about a little bit, located 436 Broadway. Savastano's out in the Valley, 391 Merrimack Street. Hickory Hill Golf Course. Uh, on the West End, uh, 200 North Lowell Street. Borelli's, another institution, 322 Merrimack Street in the east. TGI Fridays, 90 Pleasant Valley Street, which, of course, everyone knows is at the Loop. And then across the street, the uh, Venerable Man Orchards uh, is, uh, is at 27 Pleasant Valley Street, all participating. Uh, encouraging viewers, as it says on the slide, to, to check the city of Methuen.net website slash Methuen Restaurant Week to find out more as, as we add to this list and continue to showcase and profile the uh, specific offers that these restaurants are, are providing. So um, I, as, I think it's clear, Mayor, to the viewers, just how excited you are at, at Restaurant Week. I know that a lot of people in the administration have been working out in the community and with Jerry's support have, I think, put together one of the best um, uh, Restaurant Week uh, models that, can, that there can be, especially coming out of the coming out of the, uh, the pandemic that we are, Jerry. And I think you deserve a lot of credit for, for really helping to boost Methuen's profile, not only um, locally but regionally with, with this, essentially this free resource you're, you're managing, right? Yeah, it's at, exciting. At the Facebook web, website. Do you do it just on Facebook? Now, I, would not, I wouldn't even say I'm Facebook. I have an account, but I don't particularly use it. Do you use the other so, any other social media platforms? I use like um, Instagram and like TikTok, but that's only like for me personally. That's more of a, you a TikTok a video product. guy. Do you, I, I'm not a TikTok uh, video. Okay. I do the TikToks like in reels and stuff, but it's not where I focus on. The group is mainly sort of for the community, and that's more of um, the management part. The other stuff's just like selfish, like stuff that I like to do for me. Fun, yeah. For the fun. Oh, and this looks like it's a labor of love as well because it's, it it's clear that you've got a commitment to doing it. It is a labor of love. Fun. I I don't use to describe it very often, but I do enjoy it. Quite a bit. Uh, there's a couple. Also, we got man's orchard, man orchard seals this morning. Um, so those should be up soon, as well as oh, the good. Miller's um, Tavern is uh, wanted to be a part of it. We're working still with Jersey Mike's, so <laughs> I'm going to continue to go around and figure out what everybody's going to do. We should have. Yeah, and Butter Bing's going to be in too. I've got a seal coming from Butter Bing, so uh, John Vargas, he's great for the community. Um, and I want to give you kudos, Jerry, because I really, like I said. Um, Unlike Jack, I am on Facebook, although I've learned to stay away from the political side of Facebook, and uh, I appreciate Jack mentoring me in that. Um, I, I would tell you that, you know, Merrimack Valley Eats, I love it. I love it. And, and what I especially love, Jerry, I'm going to say is when somebody goes on there and blasts a restaurant, um, that, you know, somebody goes on and says, you know, did you talk to the owner? Did, because let's be honest, um, you know, it, it's possible even at great restaurants once in a while to get service or a meal that not quite up to par things can happen and um especially with what the restaurants are facing with the rising cost of prices um and and the difficulty finding labor um so you know it's always best to um 
to talk to the manager, to talk to the, the, the servers and let them know, you know, politely if something happened that you, you, you were less than satisfied with. Uh, and much to my children's chagrin, I do that. Um, but I would tell you, you know, I, I appreciate, Jerry, that, you know, you're always talking about, you know, the more positive side of the restaurant scene, right? And, and, and pumping. And locally, there's a lot. There's a lot that people can experience, right? And I'm not talking just the Methuen. I'm talking the Merrimack Valley as a whole. Right. So we do want people to kind of take advantage of the Save of Methuen. And I appreciate all your hard work for us, Jerry. But um, uh, I would also use this as a plug and say, the mayor is a member of Merrimack Valley Eats. Why aren't you? Right? <laughs> Go there. You'll get suggestions on places. Um, you know, I turn to my children and say, hey, let's try this place. I saw, you know, Jerry or somebody else posting it on Merrimack Valley Eats. And I, I think uh, the citizens, there's a lot to be gleaned from that, right? So there's a lot in our community um, that we can benefit from. So I appreciate all your hard work there, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So with that, Mayor, what I might do with a couple minutes we have remaining is go to this, since I now have the ability to deal with the Facebook feed, um, see if there's anything that we can take off of this that can help uh, uh, inform us. Um, I have, oh, I have some, uh, a request from someone to for a, uh, a plug for the upcoming joint Timoney and Tenney Schools PTO Adult Prom, taking place June 17th at the Merrimack Valley um, Golf Club at 8 p.m., tickets on sale. Um, they can uh, message Dan Shabilia or a PTO board member for tickets um, if you want to find out more. Do you need to wear a tux? I don't know if you need to wear a tux. I, 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 I don't um, – <laughs> it might be black tie optional. I don't know, though. They, 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 <laughs> <clears throat> so we have a couple of questions I think I, I dealt with about the – during the course of the discussion about factorial and how many jobs, et cetera. Oh, wait, I have a report from your office, Mayor, that the, the, the forecast – for um, Saturday's event is 77 degrees, partly sunny on Memorial Day, right? Excellent, excellent, excellent. So that's what we're hoping to to be the case. Um, I have somebody asking about um, how much of the industrial zoned area is vacant. Um, That question from Mark Boisvert, I don't know how you pronounce it. Mark, if you want to call my office, 978-983-8560, we can help find that information out for you. Uh, happy to do that. Um, there's some kudos coming in from Linda Lambert. Love Merrimack Valley Eats. Um, there was a question about leaf pickup, which is outside yeah. my world, but it says it's leaf pickup is so on me, recycle let me, day. Yeah, let me let me take that. Yeah, so um, so there's a press release coming out, uh, I think, by Monday. So I announced to the city council, we have been, you talk about uh, desperate searches. So vehicles have been affected by uh uh, material shortages too. So we have been trying to make do with um, just the DPW using our regular two-ton trucks. We had tried to order a packer, um, and we're on a one-year waiting list. So we successfully leased a packer truck, but we got it in the city this past Monday, and uh, DPW is releasing a, um, a press release Monday that will inform the residents when the uh, lawn and leaf pickup will be, uh, but that will be on a regular basis. And since we're uh, Leasing this, we intend to do this pretty steadily here until we get the other, um, the purchased vehicle. So that's the good news. So watch for a press release from Pat. I think it will coincide with the recycle days, um, Jack, but I'm not 100% sure. 
All right. Well, what I'll do is I'll I'll advise Pat that we make sure we put something up if it isn't up there now on the on the uh, city's website. Yep. People, when in doubt, refer to the website. Yep. Well, with that, we come we're coming close to the close of our show. Um, Mayor, any final thoughts? Any other points you want to make before we close yeah. out this this no, hour? Just, other than you, circ- yeah, that you want right. to make sure you I, get I the seat back, back sooner your, rather than later. <laughs> yeah, I want to circle back on your three topics. So, um, uh, to me, and I, I say thank you. So, we have put the first draft of the FY23 budget together, um, and to me, it's always a balance. Uh, we're trying to do that without you know placing excessive burden on the back of the tax holders but at the same time providing the services that the citizens so richly deserve. And um, I think, you know, I, I'm going to go back to the bond rating. Uh, this is the second one we've had in less than a year where Standard & Poor has increased our, our bond rating, which allows us to borrow um, at a lower interest rate, and that's important. And people, businesses outside look at that as a way of um, measuring a city's financial stability. So we're making good progress there. Uh, we're making good progress on the economic development front, thanks to you and your team, Jack. Um, uh, but, you know, the FY23 budget is a balance between our expected revenues and expenses. And uh, so I look forward to uh, discussions with city council uh, beginning next week in the workshops um, and hope the residents will tune in uh, because there's a lot there to understand. Um, you know, we, we have... Uh, and hopefully the residents saw the capital improvement plan review last night with city council. I thought that went well. There'd be more discussion on it. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're on the precipice of putting in the 47 initial cameras across the city. That will start probably in the June, July timeframe. Um, and the chief and I are scheduled to go out to the neighborhoods and meet with folks to um, kind of uh, brief them on what they are so that they understand what we're using them for, our policies, and what we're not using them for. They're not intended to um, spy on individuals. That's not what they're there for, and they won't be monitored 24-7. Um, they're good things. Um, and we intend to use them in partnership with the city of Lawrence, who already has well over 200 cameras, to help our police force and our DPW cut down on, on, on uh, litterers, um, so I'm going to stop talking, Jack, because I talked a lot, but I'm going to leave it with one more thing. So uh, we have formed a trash advisory committee, and we have uh, we will be shortly announcing our, uh, our trash and recycle contracts for July 1st and moving forward. And I think we've got some exciting news there as well. Um, and, um, you know, I implore the residents to work with me to cut down on the litter, right? And I'm talking to the chief in addition to talking to that uh, advisory committee, uh, which has got 24 members on it, citizens of the city, uh, we've got to we've got to you know do more than do spring and fall cleanups. We've got to drive a culture that makes litter unacceptable, right? And helps us um, you know reduce the trash that's strewn across the city. So I'd ask you to work with me on that. And uh, I want to give wrap up by saying kudos to you, Jack, and your team again for your work with Factorial. You deserve the 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 laurel for it, not the mayor. I, I did my piece, but uh, you did the yeoman's work. And uh, kudos to Jerry for working with my office and uh, the various you know, restaurants across the city. Saver Methuen is extremely important. Um, I love to have our small businesses on and sample their wares um, and want to continue doing that. So I appreciate you guys doing the show today and letting me horn in for a little while. 
um, I appreciate everything you guys do. Thank you. Well, man, thank you for. I think it's so great to hear you on the on the on the on the phone at least, and I know that people here are looking forward to you getting back into this seat, and we're certainly looking forward to getting you back in City Hall. So along with uh, the mayor, I want to thank you, Jerry, for taking the time to be on the show today. Uh, we, we, had, we covered a lot of ground, yep. but all good and all, um, all very positive, a great reflection on the city and the people who care about it and call it home. So thank you all very much, and we'll look forward to seeing you in the next segment.